Welcome to the Business as an Adventure podcast. Every other week, Dave and I share stories from our businesses and how over the years we have learned to make our lives easier. Learn from our mistakes and laugh along with us as we remember all the dumb things we used to do and how we fixed them. And if you're looking to learn more from us, click the link to our Facebook group in the show notes where we do free education for photographers every month. All right, episode one of Drinks and Disasters, which is going to be a random thing that we do from time to time when we have crazy things to talk about. Likely, we will invite other people in to this at some yeah. point in time to hear all of their yeah. disaster stories. Well, we'll, we'll run out of disaster stories. Well, and, and we were talking about this before we hit record that somehow in your 10 years and my 13 years of wedding photography, neither of us have ever had a like a bride, like a traditional bridezilla. No, no, I haven't. I, I feel so God, I feel like I want to knock on all the wood right now. <laughs> I feel so very fortunate that I've never had this issue pop up. I do like vet my couples. I'm like vetting like that that sounds so like <laughs> nose in the air. I make sure that they're my people. But I, I do, you know, I make sure that they I meet them ahead of time, that there's a good vibe. If there's not, I've passed before because I just like it ain't worth my time. And I've mm-hmm. heard too many horror stories from other people. But yeah, like that said, doesn't mean that weddings that I have shot have not been without disaster, have not been without, without like, is this actually happening right now? Is <laughs> yeah. anybody seeing this? Is this happening? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm excited to, to talk about some of these fun things that have happened over the years, you know, drinking beverages today and chatting about that. Oh, Dave, did you just save that? Wow. Okay. Gotta get the sound bite. Gotta get the sound. Bite. Although, although I will admit, it is two o'clock on a Sunday afternoon, and I am not doing alcoholic beverages. I am doing, <laughs> I'm doing a Canadian THC beverage. It is a THC yeah. root beer. Oh, that's so good. So if I have a nap Nobody later, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> have a nap. Well, don't have a nap in the middle of this. Because no, no. I mean, it's it's, it's an edible drink. So let's be fair. It's probably not going to kick in for like three hours. I will think I'm like, oh, that was totally a dud. And then I'll like go to stand up and fall over or something. But yeah, yeah. I think same with us. Like we've we've not had any like traditional crazy bride disasters. We've had some red flags for sure that I will talk about. We, yeah. had, we had one hilarious red flag where we fired them before we hi- they hired us kind of thing. But yeah, like a few holy shit is this actually happening moments but i don't know that like everybody even like the worst things that have happened to us have ended with like good things so yeah let's do it let's let's get into this what do you got what do you got for me all right so (laughs) my first one let's see i got like i wrote down some notes because like again i had to really think it's not like there's something that like oh my god this crazy bridezilla or groomzilla or mother of the groomzilla (laughs) I heard it's like a real thing. Mm-hmm. So I had this one couple, super sweet couple, of course, met them ahead of time, all the things. Um, I get there on their wedding day and I like the groom got there before the bride because she was getting her hair and makeup done somewhere else. They'd only hired me for like four hours. So this was, I think this was like 2018, but they only hired me for a few hours. Okay. So I, I've done photos of him and then she comes and, you know, she has her hair and makeup all done already. Just wanted to get into the dress at the venue you know, private Oceanside venue. And so we get there. um, She gets into her dress, got these really lovely moments with her, um, with her bridesmaids. And then she looks out onto like the the area where she's going to be getting married. And she just gasps. (gasps) And I look out, I'm like, oh my God, what is it? I'm like, is there a monk seal that like beached itself right there? I think it's like some like beautiful Hawaii thing. No, 
it's just the, it's the arch that looks fine to me, but apparently it's not the flowers she ordered. And this is oh hold on, I know this. Those of you listening, you're like really the flowers. Um, but this was yeah, that's the shit that happens. This was devastating. This was devastating to her. <laughs> so apparently, and apparently, like talking to the coordinators later, they're like, yeah, she wanted like dahlias and red roses, but then she was upset when it didn't look tropical enough. Mm. <laughs> those are not tropical flowers. <laughs> We really literally have to order those from off island because I don't think any big rose, roses or dahlias here. Maybe people grow dahlias. I don't know. Okay, so she sees this. Full disclosure, 13 years into weddings, no idea what a dahlia even looks like. <laughs> <laughs> they're really beautiful, but they're not tropical at all. Okay, so she's she's in her dress. And like, this is before I like really dove into like photojournalism. Like you're documenting what's there, the, the good, the bad, the ugly. Obviously, using discretion, I'm not one of those photographers who are like, I'm going to photograph everything no matter what. I'm not going to be a helper. Okay, no, I'm not that person. But yeah, so I, I'm watching all of this happen, and she's very, um, she's very emotional about things. Um, and I put down my camera because I feel like this is a moment where, do I need to go talk to the coordinator? Do I need, like, let me help? <laughs> she turns to me. And she said, should you not document my sadness? <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm, you got it, sis. So I put my camera back up. And I have these beautiful images of her looking out the window with teary eyes. But it is like it, an outsider looking at these photos and be like, wow, she's just so emotional on her wedding day. What a beautiful thing. She died. She's crying about the fucking flowers, you guys. <laughs> um, yeah, so... <laughs> It all ended up being fine. The coordinator was able to pull it out of thin air and make it happen and make it work to the point where she was happy, but they did forget to put the flowers on the aisle. Another thing she was very upset about and asked for money back, but she was, they loved her, her photos. That's all that matters. <laughs> That's all that matters. I'm like, oh, okay. should you, you not documented her sadness? sadness. <laughs> yes, sis. Okay. I got you. I was trying to read the room. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, that, that was like, that, that was just a really weird time where like someone just, they, they addressed me head on in like my job mm. and like 99.9% of my clients are like, Oh, we, we trust, we trust you. Um, <laughs> she trusted me, but she also wanted me to document. Um, maybe she knew she was a really pretty crier. She didn't have an ugly cry. That's good. So, she wanted to be able to look back that, on that in 30 years and be like those fucking coordinators. That's the moment I lost my mind. <laughs> You know, I have to hand it to the coordinator on that one, though, because they really took it all in stride. Like, seriously, dahlias and roses, those aren't tropical, but okay. Okay, sure. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Need a drink after that one. Yeah. All right. Your turn. My turn. Do you have any flower fiasco? No, we have, we've, I don't think we've had a flower fiasco. I mean, the closest thing that we've had to a flower fiasco was literally when a bighorn sheep ate half of a bride's bouquet but she thought it was hilarious so that is hilarious so she was she was totally cool with that the the one that always comes to my mind when somebody ever asks me he's like oh you're a wedding photographer you must have a crazy stories blah 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 which we we really like don't have that many crazy stories i feel like we've got good luck unlike our friends lanny and erica i don't know if you read their facebook post but holy fuck but (laughs) we'll get into into that in a second (laughs) um but uh we were shooting this one wedding where it was like, it was a good wedding, super chill, like mostly close family, like 50 people at a venue yeah. in the mountains, tight friends and family, but they were like partying hard all day and just like mm-hmm. having a good time with it. 
and the brother of the bride gets up to give a speech and he's like slurring his words heartfelt but like obviously like a heartfelt heartfelt three sheets to the wind (laughs) brother speech and then like the speech comes to a close and he's about to put them put the mic down and he's like you know what no if i don't roast my sister today i don't know when i'm gonna get a chance down the mic and so he he starts roasting and like the bride's face just drops like he's obviously telling stories that he should not be telling really inappropriate and like family members are like maybe stop and he's just like no (laughs) this is my opportunity i'm doing this it eventually escalates to the bride the groom and the other sister chasing the brother around the room as he continues to roast her on this wireless mic Please tell me they had a videographer. No videographer, sadly. And so we're like trying to take still photos to encapsulate this moment. But it went like for like an extra 15 minutes. Oh my God. How did you light that? (laughs) Thankfully, wall of windows, Canadian summer. The sun doesn't go down until like 11 o'clock. So we had perfect light for it. But thinking about like moving around all my light stand. I'm like, this sounds like a lighting nightmare. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like it was one of those, I wish they had a videographer because it would have been the perfect moment to like capture that and put like the Benny Hill theme song over it while they're chasing the brother around. It's from like an old British TV show, but it's literally, it only happens when people chase each other. But yeah, it was. Oh, I think I know what that. I think I know what that is. It's like saxophone music or whatever, but yeah. Yeah, but I can't. They'll like they'll like speed it up to like four x yeah. so they like go fa- okay yeah yeah but that that's you like can't sing it I'm not gonna sing it on a podcast <laughs> they they just like afterwards they took the mic from him he went out he sat it out outside he threw up into a bush and then like that was it like that was the, but it's like just so hilarious and I'm like that that is probably the funniest thing that's happened to us on a wedding day we've never had any huge disasters like even gear stuff like I forgot our camera straps for one wedding. That sucked. So, because we shoot two bodies. So, we were just like putting cameras down and picking them up. But, like, it was so minor. But then, like, last night, our, uh, our friends Lenny and Erica are shooting a wedding in Mexico, outdoor ceremony, torrential rain pour during the ceremony. Couple continues the ceremony, three of four cameras break. They have six hours left in the wedding day. Like, that's, nope. that's never happened to me. Like, shit like that, like, Gosh, happens to some cool. photographers all the time. Yeah. Well, I found the Benny Hill song, theme song. Hold on. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly it. Like, that would have been so perfect. I wish I would have had, like, had the foresight to just turn my camera on to video and record it just, just for, like, yeah. a 30-second clip for them. Like, I feel like that would have gone down in family infamy. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I've, I've definitely seen, like, drunk, drunk toasts, but they've never... Like one time there was an inappropriate joke. It was years ago and I can't even remember what it was. It was that inconsequential. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, he found the stack of porn under his um, brother's bed. The brother was a groom. That, yeah. Mm-mm. No, just let that go. Uh, but like a pain. yeah, yeah, no. Oh, and it just got like quiet and then he moved on. Yeah. I think he was, he was one of those people, like, he was trying to be funny and it wasn't funny. He wasn't drunk. I, I don't think. He, he should have ran that by a couple of people first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, most of the most of the the inebriated speeches that I've seen, they're just um, they just fall really flat and they go on for a really long time. Yeah. And sometimes they're emotional, but it never it never hits right. We had a 53 (laughs) minute father of the bride speech one time. Not not drunk, just like 
took his opportunity to give a full college lecture on on his daughter's life. And Abby actually, like, like halfway through the speech, she's like, I really have to go to the bathroom, and I can only get so many photos of this man on the podium and his daughter looking mortified, so I'm just gonna go if you've got this. <laughs> oh, I think the, the longest speech, Father of the Groom, or Father of the Bride, it was, like, it was, like, 20 minutes or something like that. But it was so sweet. He had to keep, like, recomposing himself Aww. because he was very emotional about it. But unfortunately, you know, that puts us behind for Sunset Portraits, and we don't, you know... I get, I get like thirty minutes with my couple for sunset portraits on the night on the day of, just because of the way timelines work here for weddings. Honestly, I don't need them any more than that either. Yeah. But when things start running over, I'm like, okay, like TikTok. I don't like. <laughs> I got to pull something out of my ass here, and I have no time to be creative. Let's go. Yeah, fifty three minutes. That holy shit. Have you ever had like any? Because this is like this seems like a particularly like island wedding have you ever had anybody had like fall in the water or like anything crazy like that I, I know people who have i have not seen it most of the oceanfront venues like it's very very rocky going out mm. um and there's exposed reef and most people can use common sense and be like oh i'm gonna get messed up if i go out there but god i forget who was telling me this wedding they had where there was there was so much drinking it was at Oluwala plantation house there was so much drinking and like one of the groomsmen just like started like running out and it was low tide so low tide this is all like reef and rock and holy crap if you've ever been cut by um coral it is no freaking joke but i guess one guy like just took off wanted to go for a night swim but like oluwal is not the place for a night swim also drinking plus night swimming equals drowning so like please don't do that i've had um couples jump in the pool at the end of the night which is always one of my favorite things Cause that's that's fun, right? They just throw caution to the wind. Let's do this. Yeah, I still have to blog that wedding. <laughs> Did you ever see the footage of when James Day got pushed into the pool? No. There's so, like there was video footage of he was at a wedding and everybody was jumping in the pool and he was there with his camera, flash on, everything else like that, phone in his pocket, wallet in his pocket, and a guest came from behind and pushed him, and he managed to like. Thankfully, he didn't have a camera strap on. He like chucked the camera. So it didn't go in the water. Oh my god! Oh god, I couldn't even imagine. I couldn't even imagine. I would be so mad. Yeah. Hopefully that person covered all the damages. God, I, hope I so. did have somebody borrow my T Rex suit at a wedding once. This is one. Okay, so like, <laughs> wait, hang on. Hold on. Let me pause. <laughs> okay, so I don't get to go to very many weddings as a guest. My friends oftentimes hire me. Sometimes they don't, and when they don't hire me, usually I'm in the wedding. But I did go to one of my friends' weddings who was like a photographer and I got to be like a straight up like guest. And then, yeah, like that started <laughs> my thing where if I'm ever a guest at your wedding, um, I, I bring a, a T-Rex costume and I'll wait till everybody's like super nice and drunk. And then I put on the T-Rex costume and I come on. Everyone's like, who is that? But now I'm blowing my cover anyway. <laughs> so my friend Josh and Heather's wedding, I did this because she did her first look in a T-Rex costume and it was my T-Rex costume. And so I was like, well, I'm bringing this out to go dance in. And it was like, as soon as I got onto the dance floor, her mom like takes the, takes the microphone. It's like, I have a very special gift for Josh and Heather. And it all got quiet. And it was 10,000 degrees. Just <laughs> standing there in an inflatable T-Rex. I'm in this huge T-Rex costume. And we're all under this tent because it was like kind of raining on and off. And like people are behind me, but in my, in my head, I'm like, you know, I'm like 10 feet tall or whatever. So I'm like, I'm down on my knees. 
And then she heartfelt, like giving them these like toasting goblets. I don't even know. All I know is I'm sweating everywhere. And then my friend takes this video of me after she's done with a speech, like doing like T-Rex hand claps because it looks like, oh my God. But anyway, it's like, I, I partied for a little bit in it and then I had to get out because I was so hot. Luckily they had a pool there at their wedding too. Um, but so, yeah, some, one of the guests like took my T-Rex costume, put it on and then jumped in the pool with it. The audacity. Oh, what the shit? <laughs> that, that is my T-Rex costume. And was it, was like, it a white guy? Because I feel like only a white guy has that level of confidence. thousand percent. It was a super white guy from the mainland. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, I know. Like, I got a little rip in it. And like, the motor, like, the fucking motor, dude. You know? And I, here I am thinking that he's just going to, like, buy me a new one and replace it. No. He takes it to the mainland. He dries it out. He gets the motor like semi working. He like stitches up the part where it broke and sends it back to me in a UPS box. Are you kidding me right now? Just buy the just buy the new T Rex costume. No, ah! Can't do it. Can't do anyway. it. And this, yeah, the fun fact about me: I, t- I dress in T Rex costumes uh, for friends' weddings. That's great. I want to get married again. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I had a client once. Actually, not a client. A cl- this is, we fired them before they became clients. We told them we weren't going to work with them. Who literally, after we told them that we weren't going to work with them, used the line, you'll never work in this town again. <laughs> okay. Like the whole client meeting was just like red flag after red flag. We want you to edit the photos this specific way. You know, this is going to happen this way. This is not going to work for us. So you need to take that out of your, like, just like, like red flag. After, like Abby and I were basically like bracing for the entire thing. And at the end of the client meeting, we're like, Hey, we don't think this is a good fit. Like, can we send you some recommendations yeah. for other photographers? And she came without her partner because she's like, he's not interested in photos at all. So I'm just, I'm meeting him with whatever. Red flag. Yeah. yeah. And, and she just like, she storms out. She's like, this is completely unprofessional. I can't believe this. Stormed out and then sent an email like 30 minutes later being like, I have told all of my friends how unprofessional that this was and you will never work in this town again. Well, that was 11 years ago. Like top, one of the top winning photographers in the world. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> but it's like, I'm yeah. like, I thought, I thought this was a joke, but like, I, boy, was I glad that we said no. Cause that was in the time before we learned to really say no to everything. Hey, photographers, it's okay to say no to things. Yes. <laughs> I thought you were saying yes, but you had your mic muted. This is definitely a disaster episode. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I'm doing really well this time. <laughs> oh, so like. Okay, so like we've talked about like disasters with people, mm-hmm. right? So I actually had like a like a, a nature disaster happen mm-hmm. uh, at a wedding I shot this fall that I'd never seen before. Like, so the weather is relatively predictable here on Maui, right? It's like we have our hot months, we have our rainy months. Um, we know that there's certain parts of the island where you run the risk of rain. Like everything's pretty damn predictable. Like I, I feel for all of you mainland photographers who deal with seasons and like. Just because you're getting married in June doesn't mean it's not going to be, you know, 50 degrees or whatever it is. I had a wedding. It was Oluwalu. <laughs> I'm always at Oluwalu. I feel like I need to put in the show notes. Like, this is what Oluwalu looks like. So when I things, you won't know what it looks like. Anyway, I had done a night shot for a couple out on the pier with the stars and the palm the night before. And I had thought about doing, because it was new moon, right? Mm-hmm. And you have like two or three days on each side of the new moon to get beautiful star photos. So I thought about taking this couple out onto the pier, not to do that same star photo, because I don't like to repeat photos I've already done, but to do something, uh, just something else with the stars. But like they had been drinking, you know, like 
it, it was later in the evening than I had preferred. So I thought, well, I'm just going to keep them on property. And they had this cool just Mar- just just married. Was it just married or just Maui? I think it's just Maui sign. Ha <laughs> That's something that happens all the time here. Just Maui. <laughs> so I was going to, I was going to do something cool with that and my lights. All right. I'm so happy that I did not go out on that pier because of like a, like a mini twister cyclone. I don't even know what to call it. Ripped through the property off the ocean. It was wild. I've never seen wind like that. So I heard like a, like a noise and I look over and I see it looked like a twister. They had this huge Aloha sign that was on the ground and all lit up. It took the Aloha sign, flipped it over. It took two farmhouse tables with like plates on them, flipped them up. One of my flashes bit the dust, but luckily it like didn't break. But it was on like one of my huge heavy stands that, I mean, you need a lot of wind to knock those over. It knocked over one of the um, DJ speakers, a branch came from like above the dance floor. There's these huge, huge, huge rubber trees that provide great shade. It's lovely. But that kind of wind, a branch came down, hit somebody between the eyes and they were bleeding. It was crazy. It was crazy. Like, so I I come from around the side of the venue where we were doing these, these portraits uh, like I had seen it kind of come through, but I didn't see it do the farmhouse table. I didn't see it, like, I don't know. So suddenly there's just the sticks and stuff everywhere. Some guy is like holding his nose where he's bleeding. The DJ's uh, speakers are all down. I'm like, what the hell happened? I saw the little twister thing, but like, did that do all that? And he was like, I, the DJ was like, I've never seen wind like that before. That was insane. So now like every time I shoot there and it's like windy and I'm on the dance floor, I'm like, Oh my God, <laughs> it's going to happen again. Is it going to happen again? Is it happening again? Um, and yeah, it came out of nowhere. It was so wild. That's crazy. So wild. That's crazy. Yeah. I wouldn't, yeah. So I've, done that, I've done it with like wind, wind and rain. This happens in Hawaii, right? Um, usually it just kind of passes through, but I've never seen anything like that. That was, yeah. that was brand new. We just get, wild. we get snow. We've had, we did one wedding on the top of a mountain and it was like white out snowstorm. Oh God. And the bride was like, it was my dream to get married on top of a mountain. I'm getting married on top of a mountain. And so like a quarter of their guests were outside wrapped in blankets, watching the ceremony. Everybody else was like against a glass window. And we had like three feet of visibility, but it was huge snow. And so it kept screwing with our focus. Oh no. But they just like, they just went for it. We had another one where it was an entire wedding from the Philippines. Mm -hmm. They wanted to get married outside in Banff and it was September. So it doesn't usually like, we usually don't get cold snow in September, but it happens every now and again, you get a freak snowstorm. It was, yeah, it was minus 10 and it was a one hour Catholic ceremony outside. People were dying. I literally took my coat off to put it around the bride's shoulders because she was so cold. But they're just like, no, we're staying for it. I'm like, you dummies, go inside. (laughs) And your guest gift is you all get treated for hypothermia after this. Woohoo, everyone to the hospital. Yeah, like poor old like grandma had to be like shuttled to the car halfway through the ceremony. We've we've had other nature things. Like we had a huge flood here in 2013 and all the highways to the mountain were blocked. But people just like rolled with it. And they're just like, okay, we'll just get married in our backyard. They bought all their food at Costco and just like did a backyard wedding in like 20 minutes. That was yeah. great. We almost missed a wedding for a mudslide once though, because there's only two highways through the mountains. 
And yeah. we were going as the day before the wedding. So we always go the day before the wedding. Yep. We get to Banff and there's a mudslide and we're like, okay, like how long? And they're like, eh, three hours. And so we're like, okay, we'll just go back into Canmore. We'll have some lunch, whatever. Come back. How long? Oh, next morning. Well, that's that's not going to work because we're an eight hour drive away from our venue. Yeah. And so I drove all night until we got to got to the, the town that the wedding was in at six o'clock in the morning and we started wow. shooting at 10. And so Abby slept in the car. I literally just drove because we had to drive so far north and then around oh to basically God. miss like a 20 kilometer stretch of highway. You have to go five hours out of your way. Oh, no, so brutal. but this is like always why now when people are like, why do you need to come the day before the wedding? I tell the mudslide story. I'm like, we almost missed this wedding because of a 20 kilometer stretch of highway. Like, this is why we come the day before. This yep. is why you've got to pay for the hotel room. Because yep. in the mountains, avalanches, mudslides, forest fires, like, yeah, it's yep. brutal. Yeah. I mean, we, so we have one highway that goes along the ocean if you want to get out to Lahaina. I mean, technically, you can go like the south or the north route. But the North Route, like, it's super sketch. One lane highway goes through a tiny, small town. Like, I would never recommend anybody who doesn't live here go that route. So the thing is, is if like, it's, it's called the Pali. So Pali is Hawaiian for cliff. It goes long cliffs. It's, it's a beautiful drive. If an accident happens, they shut it down. And if an accident happens and someone dies, they have to get the coroner over from Oahu. Because <laughs> apparently we don't have a coroner here. I don't know. I had a wedding in 2015 out there. It was at the Hyatt. All the guests stayed in South Maui. So in Wailea, not in Lahaina. And somebody got into an accident. I don't think, I don't think anyone died. Uh, I think someone just got into an accident. They closed the highway. But here we are. <laughs> the wedding's about to start. It is the bridal party and me. And that's it. Because everybody else stayed on the other side of the island. And so we had to push everything back like an hour and a half which means we got five minutes for sunset portraits. Yeah, it was a disaster. And so now mm -hmm. when I talk to all of my clients who are getting married on that side of the island, I'm like, all of your guests need to stay on that side of the island. Yeah. And if they choose not to, just have a very frank conversation with them about if they can't make it on time, you're doing the wedding without them. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry. That's just part of Maui and yeah. being married over here. And anything that has to do with mountains or roads, you know, like you have to be It's going to happen. It's yeah. it's not it's not it's not a it's not an if it's a when that shit is going to happen. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, there's oh, I just remembered there's this because you said we, like an hour and a half and somehow that struck a, a memory in my brain. The saddest I've ever seen a groom at a wedding. What ceremony starts because that's the time the ceremony starts. Groom and groomsmen walk out. There's no bride. This is at the Banff Springs where cell phones don't work. Like it's a, it's an old castle in the mountains that's literally built of stone. And so it just eats cell signal. Like you just cannot get a signal in yeah. there. And nobody thought to call the room number. So they're just waiting and waiting and waiting. And then finally, like, I think about 10 minutes passed. Still no bride, no bridesmaids, nothing else like that. Someone's like, I just like went to like the, I think I went to the DJ. I'm like, can we just like get a staff member to like go and see what yeah. the hell's going on? Because Abby's not there either. Right. So, you know, it's not like she's runaway bride. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like I can't call her anything else like that. Apparently they forgot to tell the makeup artist that there was going to be more people for makeup than they expected. It ended up being an hour and a half 
that the groom stood at the front of the aisle waiting for all of the bridesmaids to get their makeup finished so that they could come get married. That's when the bridesmaids say, you know what? I'll do my own hair and makeup. It's not an hour and a half waiting important. An hour and a half. The poor guy standing at the front, like eventually they were like jackets off. They didn't sit down. They stood up there the entire time for an hour and a half because they're like, they could come at any moment. Oh my God. Oh yeah. No, Uh, brutal, brutal. And so it's like, ever since then we're like, Hey, so when you're getting your hair and makeup done, like make sure you tell them how many people you have and how long it's going to take because you might have to hire extra makeup artists because this happened one time. Yes. Yes. Yep. Because it's always hair and makeup that fucks photography. Always. <laughs> you know, we are so lucky here on Maui because the the really good hair and makeup artists, they are done within like 40 minutes of when they say they're going to be done. Yeah. So then that way, like I'm here to get like the last little bits of them getting their hair and makeup done. But like it's not pushing into things that actually that same wedding where it was like an hour and a half later, I remember... Like, I'm like, I got, I got to do like the, the bridesmaids portraits. And I remember the hair and makeup person who was like, you know, a friend. Oh my God, please don't have friends do your hair and makeup. Please, please, please just hire a professional. They were like trying to touch up in between shots. And I, I was like greener at that point. <laughs> and then, now I would be like, you need, you need to be done now. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but you need to be done because it's not. You don't need fine. another round of airbrushing. She no, looks great. She looked great. It's fine. But they kept jumping in there, and I'm just like, listen, you need to be done. Yeah. Yeah, I hate being a timekeeper on a wedding day, but there's times where I'm just like, okay, we got to wrap this up. Like, yeah. everything is going to be ruined if you just <laughs> don't get this shit oh together. Yeah. Same thing with, like, wedding parties going to McDonald's. We don't we don't let that shit happen anymore. They used to, like, take the limo. They would finish, like, they would be, like, on the way to portraits, finish the ceremony. And they're like, we're just going to stop for a quick snack. No. And then they just sit around at McDonald's for 45 minutes. And I'm like, well, we have 11 minutes for portraits now, guys. This is, this, this yeah. is bullshit. No. Hard pass. Yeah. Hard pass. In Maui, we have a bunch of hotels that are right on Ka'anapali Beach. It's a beautiful beach, really big beach. You are not allowed to do photos on that beach. No commercial activity allowed. It is a $10,000 fine, y'all. $10,000. But a lot of the coordinators at the hotels don't tell clients this. So then that way they'll still book the hotel. And so then I have to, when they're talking to me, oh, I'm going to get married at the Sheraton. I'm like, great. Sheraton has a beautiful property. If you want beach photos, you're going to have to book me for another day. Because even if you're on the sand, and I'm not on the sand. It's still considered a commercial activity. And unless you're willing to take the risk of $10,000, actually, I wouldn't even say that because it's my reputation too, right? Like yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a super rule follower and like, <laughs> this is not, it's not worth Same. it. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not worth that. So I just, I just phrase, I'm like, if you want photos with like beautiful greenery, you know, really nice landscaping, um, on your wedding day, great. And then if you want, if you want those beach portraits, we're just gonna have to do an adventure session a day or two later. Yeah. And that's that because I can't, I can't run the risk, you guys. Oh my god, they never told us that. Really, really shocker. No way. They just wanted your money. Oh. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Crazy. Well, I think we have to do one of these as like a call-in show because I feel like we have the most tame quote-unquote disasters that have ever happened to wedding photographers we just gotta like set up a call-in show sometime because we can do that and just like have other people call in and just like let me tell you 
Yeah, let me tell you about this story. Yeah, I would love to have a call-in show on that. Yeah, so if, if you're uh, listening to this, like, go onto our Instagram or hop into our Facebook. All the links are in the show notes or whatever. I'd be like, guys, I have a disaster story. I'm gonna like, because I want to hear them all because this shit is hilarious. Like, when I hear the stuff that has happened to other photographers, I'm like, my my time in this business has been tight. I, 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 want, to, I want to tell a story that's one of my friends. I, I don't think she would do a call-in on this, but... This- <laughs> This story has stuck with me for years. It happened to her years and years ago. So she had a she had a beach wedding with this really sweet couple. Got married on the beach. The it was an intimate wedding, right? So like uh, ten guests. All the guests went to uh, the place where they're going to have dinner afterward, right? Left the bride and groom to do their portraits on the beach. Cool. So they're doing portraits, and then suddenly, like no, they're they're snuggling up, doing all the things. The groom just like has this look on his face, and he just runs into the ocean. He just runs into the ocean and my friend was like, oh my God, what the hell? Like, if you want to run away from this, maybe not run out to the ocean to swim to Molokai. <laughs> so he runs into the ocean and he just sits there while like the, the waves are like lapping at him waist deep. Like what is happening? So he comes out and he was just like, I am so sorry, but I ate something that didn't agree with me. And I just like, I just shit my pants. Like, <laughs> Oh my God. Well, thank God he didn't do it in his I've heard this bad. story so many times and it's still know, it's so, so good. Hilarious. I'm so sorry. And he's wearing like white linen pants because Hawaii. <sighs> I mean, yeah. I never really suggest linen pants, but I can understand how it would work for like a beach wedding here, mm-hmm. right? Because things are hot and you don't want to be sweating. Yeah. So he, he, he crapped himself and had to go wash off in the ocean. Um, apparently the bride had a very good sense of humor about this. She thought it was hilarious. So anyway, they had time to, I guess, go back to the hotel room, get different pants. Homeboy's feeling much better. She gets a call years later or email or whatever. And she's like, oh my God, thank you so much for being so cool when my husband shit his pants um, during our first session. Um, we just had our first daughter and we named her after you. Because you're so nice. So she what a legacy. Out there Mommy, how did I get my name? Well, your dad crapped his pants during our wedding. And our photographer was just so nice. Oh my God. That's Holy so good. Holy shit. That's literally. So good. Um, I know that's such a good story. Oh, and the fact that like it wasn't devastating for them, I think just makes yeah. the story. It was just like, well, literally shit happened. So here we are. And yeah. uh, you know, just someone named after her. So yeah. that's so good. Yeah. We had a groom get so drunk the night before the wedding by accident, because apparently all of his uncles are hard partiers. And yeah. so they were staying at separate hotels, and he's just like I told him I would come out for one beer, but I had to go to bed. Like, I just like, I'm getting married the next day. I have to go to bed. And he went out and they were like drinking Uzo, What's which that? is like a Greek black, liqueur, a black licorice liqueur. Oof. And they were drinking that until apparently. Oh, t- it's, like, it's like Jaeger. It's like Jaeger or like, um, more high end Jaeger. Yeah. But it's like, it's like a clear yeah. liqueur, but it like tastes like anise, like black licorice. Okay. Yeah. 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 And they were drinking that like until super, super late. And so he was hung over. And like the bride laughed it off. She's like, your uncles are assholes. Like I, I was kind of expecting this to oh, happen. Like whenever, sure. whenever your dad and his brothers get together, bad things happen. Yep. They really wanted to go to this one place for portraits, which is up a switchback on a mountain. And he made it up 
we did the portraits, but on the way down, it was like, we're just driving, driving. He's like, you got to pull over. You got to pull over right now. Please pull over right now. Cause we were driving them and he just like pops out of the car and he's just like, oh, and Abby just like head out the window with the camera, just taking his photos. And, and the, the bride is like, that's going to be the album cover right there. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, I felt so bad for that guy because, like, you could tell he was so remorseful. So, like, she wasn't mad at him at all because he's just like, "I didn't want this to happen." And she's like, "Well, you kind of let it happen," but yeah. he was so remorseful all day. You know what I what I tell my oh, actually, in the email that goes out the day before they get married, it, it's literally like, "This is just to encourage you." And here's the things that I wish somebody would have told me the day before I was getting married. One of them is is like something's going to go wrong. Something will go wrong on your wedding. It's never going to be anything big. It's going to be, you know, a, a boot in your out of place. So forget your the bouquet when you walk back down the aisle. Or apparently if you're one of my brides, brides you forget to put on your veil. I don't understand. I've had like, had like three brides last year that forgot to put on the veil before they got married. It doesn't matter. Mostly they bought it for portraits anyway, not the sentimental value. But I always tell the story about when I got married. I got married. Okay, let me preface this. I got married in 2009. This is before Pinterest. This is before, I mean, like I followed a wedding blog called Wedding Bee. Like that, that is where I got like some ideas for some stuff, but really there wasn't anything out there. So my, my wedding was just very like Midwest, got married in a church, had a reception at a comfort inn. you basic. <laughs> um, it was basic. Yeah. It didn't matter though. Cause I was marrying the right, yeah. the right person. But like for wedding cake, like the baker asked me what I want. I'm like, you know what? White wedding cake, put two red roses on top, call it a day. It'll be cool. It's fine. Like, that's not what's really important mm-hmm. to me. We had our portraits done. The um, the photographer beats us back to the reception. So she takes pictures of the, the little detail stuff, right? And uh, <laughs> the cake. I walk in and the cake has, like, ferns coming out of it. Like, 1980s-style ferns. Just pew, 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 all over. Like, it looked like somebody took my cake and ran through a forest. <laughs> the ferns. And I'm like... Oh my God, my guests have been sitting here with this cake for like an hour while we've been doing portraits, thinking that this is my level of taste. <laughs> so then I had to pull my photographer's eye and be like, can you please go weed my cake? And guess what? That picture of that wedding cake is in my damn album because it is so funny. But I tell my couples this story because I'm just like, yeah, my cake did not come out the way I thought it was going to. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Still tasted great. My photographer weeded it. It's an awesome story. Whatever goes wrong during your wedding will become part of your narrative. Yes. Yes, absolutely. This, this will be this will be one of the stories that you tell. Remember that time when, and it also like think about when you go to a when you go to when you go to a party and you're sitting around the fire talking with your friends and you know whatever you guys are all sharing stories. They're never stories about how something was so lovely and awesome. Period. No. The end. The, it was about it's a story about how everything went wrong. Yeah. That those are the stories that you tell. Yeah. And so why not have your wedding be one of those stories? Yeah, the imperfections know? are what make it perfect. Like that's kind of what makes like there's no such thing as like a perfect wedding day where everything went done. Like we had one bride who didn't want her dress to get dirty and it rained on her wedding day. And so when we went out for portraits, she literally tucked her dress into a garbage bag and walked through it and then we would find dry spots and she would just put her no. dress down and like eventually like eventually her her now husband was like are we are we seriously doing this like this is so dumb just get your dress dirty like what else are you gonna wear it and like she was like yeah. huh 
like she was just like she was so like caught up on this idea of the perfect white wedding dress and everything else like that she like never even gave the thought that like and so now i tell every single bride they're like when they're like should we bustle it to go i'm like here's the thing your dress is going to be a disaster by the end of the day like it just is you're wearing white you're around red wine you're getting married in the mountains yep it's it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be messy so it's easier if you embrace that now and like we're not gonna go out of our way to make it awful but just embrace the fact that it's gonna be a disaster at the end of the day and that so many brides afterwards were like thank you for that like the amount of like like thought and decision making that just left my brain because i no longer had to worry about keeping this thing clean i could just have so much more fun there's so much pressure to have like the perfect wedding and all of that and i think a lot of people sell that you know photographers sell your day is going to be perfect um coordinate venues that's just not how that's not how life is you know yeah we had a coordinator tell a bride not to cry one time oh i i hate that i have (laughs) i have like wedding mistakes a wedding mistakes blog that i have up and one of them is like when people say don't cry on your wedding like fuck off with that knock it off if you if you want to be present and you have tears coming even if it's at the stupid flowers and your altar let them flow. Let us document your sadness and make it look beautiful. You know what I mean? And then, and then the weird don't cry face. Mm-hmm. The weird don't yeah, cry face. Yeah, because everybody gets a really tight face if they're trying not to cry. They're like, <laughs> I thought a wedding actually ended up being part of a thing, but like they were all trying not to cry. And someone had said during like the getting ready, like, oh, if you just pinch your nose, you won't cry. And so I have all of these images from all throughout the day of all these people pinching their noses, which ended up being like a, a funny like, gag thing. That their wedding stink. <laughs> right. Like everyone, their nose is trying not to cry. It was the right couple for that. But I mean, mm-hmm. if you're going to cry, just let yourself cry. Let the tears flow. Like, yeah, the makeup artist is right. Like, dab, don't wipe. That's fine. Yeah. But for God's sakes, you're getting married. This is a big day. Let yourself feel emotion. I hate this. Don't Be a person. Up. Knock it off. <laughs> yeah. Also, girls, your eyes look beautiful when you cry. So just let it happen. Like, you want to look pretty in your photos? Cry. Sure. That's my it's new like, blog. It's all glisteny and wonderful. Yes. I always just tell my brides now, don't worry, I'm going to cry. So that means you can cry too. Yeah. Because I cry at every wedding. Because that's just me. I didn't me. used to I'm be that way. And then I had kids. And I don't know, like, my, I got completely rewired after I had children. I don't know. I like, I cry at stupid stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> stupid things. I'll sing, like, You Are My Sunshine to my daughter when I'm rocking her before I put her down. And I tear up every time. That's, that's not a stupid that's a super sweet moment every time no, every time, every time. Yeah, I, but right. i'm also very easily excited we went to, we went camping this weekend and um we saw i saw a monk seal swimming and like they're really really rare you don't see monk seals very often my best friends in town visiting and my friends thought like they were so embarrassed to be around me but i'm all her, of course her name is karen because of course it is C-R-Y-N though, guys. But like she's down the beach and here's this monk seal. And I'm like, it's going to swim away. And Karen has to see him like, Karen, Karen. And I'm like, beach full of people. And everybody's looking at me like I'm a crazy person. And I don't care. And all my friends are like, oh my God, oh my God. Like she looks like a tourist. Um, this is embarrassing. But I didn't care because I was like so, I just, I get moved very easily about by things, especially like uh, sunsets and pretty stuff. I mean, Abby gets it. She's oh, my wife cries person. like she literally sees any natural beauty and she just bursts, bursts into I tears. I, just, I love that about her. But I, yeah, I, I get I get goosebumps. I get emotionally moved by things. Um, father daughter dances slay me because I have two daughters and one day I'm going to be watching that and I'm not ready for that by any means. Uh, 
yeah. So <laughs> just cry. Just cry on your wedding day, you guys. Even yeah. if it's a disaster. <laughs> document the sadness. <laughs> should you not document my sadness? Yes, I should. That's perfect. I feel like that's like the perfect bookend for this episode, starting with sadness yes. and ending yes. with sadness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, let's, cool. let's yeah. do a call-in show, uh, guys. We want to hear your stories, too, because um, I'm sure that they're going to be more colorful than ours. Yeah. We have, We're like, such assholes. We've had lovely clients. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, we will see you again next week. Next week. See you then. Thanks so much for listening. If you're looking to overhaul your business, streamline your systems, and take back control of your time and freedom, we'd love to have you in our Facebook group. The link is in the show notes. You can also learn more about us and our coaching platform for photographers at businessasanadventure.com, also in the show notes. The next launch date for our course is on April 5th. Come and join a group of talented photographers who are looking to completely blow up their businesses. It's a three-month group coaching program that comes with almost 14 hours of video learning content and a 226-page business Bible to help you improve everything from your pricing to your client experience. 